Jesus. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my gosh, I'm trying to come down from a stressful morning. What happened? Okay, so it was supposed to be like my morning of self-care, and I made the mistake. So my like, my self-care, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go take care of all the things that make me feel good. I'm going to go get my car washed, and then while I go get my car washed, I'm going to go get a manicure and a pedicure. Oh, and wow. you've already heard that the car yeah. wash is my least favorite place in the world. <laughs> why do I even try? Right, why I- bother? Why bother? Why do I go? So Landon, like a couple weeks ago, was like, oh, I'll take care of your car. Don't worry. I'll go get you know everything done. Yeah, that didn't happen. So I'm now doing it all myself. And uh, so I went to get, get my car washed. And while I was getting my car washed, I'm like, okay. I bought the like deluxe package, you know, interior, uh-huh. whatever. So I'm like, it'll take an hour. So I'm like, oh, I'll go get my nails done. I'll go get a manicure, pedicure. And I go do that. And pedicure, mm-mm, not good. What didn't happened? even like. Like, you can't start cutting my cuticles before you put any, like, cuticle, you know, whatever they put on it or, like, before you even get them wet. I was like, whoa, this seems like the wrong order to be doing things in. (laughs) And I even looked on Yelp to see what, you know, got good reviews and everything. So, uh, yeah. So, go get my manicure, pedicure. Then I go back to the car wash, pick my car up. It's still covered in stuff. There's, like, black marks all over the side. So, the guy gives me a towel with some stuff on it to clean. Well, I didn't know that the stuff he gave me was like an acetone manicure gone. No, 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 no. Yes. My <gasps> nails are like, they look awful. Okay. I like was when you go to say clean, like, that yeah. I was starting to think you were the problem because you think everyone does shitty work, but yeah. clearly he should have warned you. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know what that, you know, Did you whatever, say anything? But- you know, in my mind, I was like, okay, Sarah, you've now spent a half an hour like cleaning this car. Mm. And like, there was like multiple pieces of dog food that I vacuumed up. I'm like, how did we miss this? <laughs> and, uh, so then I'm like, you know what? I'm sick of it. I'm just going to go and I'm going to talk to somebody. I'm going to be that annoying person. So I'm like, you know, go inside real nice. Talk to me. goes, you know, I paid for like the deluxe, like the interior detail. And I feel like I, you know, just did it all myself. Like, yeah. Can, can I get a refund? Can you charge me for the regular price? And they're like, Oh, go talk to the guy outside. Go oh, talk to no. the guy outside. He was like, Oh no, go talk to the girls inside. I'm like, oh, for Christ's sake. I'm like, they told me to come talk to you. And he's that's like, yeah, a, well, we don't do that. That's a clever way of getting out of like yeah. being the bad guy is just say, yeah. send you back and forth. I was like, oh my God. And then I had to do like the walk of shame past all the other people who are like waiting to get their car, like, pick their car up. And I was just like holding, well, as I'm holding the towel and the spray bottle in my hand and I'm dressed in like doc martens and like all leather today <laughs> so i look like super you know, butch super butch yeah they're you definitely really need just, your own reality show i'm telling you oh my god it's insane why is it why is it always you know oh my god and i just went to change my shirt and i realized my shirt's on inside out okay well that's nice well and you said you had a deodorant mishap oh yeah well i mean i was like extra stinky after i had to like uh, <laughs> uh you know clean my own car <laughs> And, you know, I'm like sweaty and I got my hair done this morning and she like curled it. Curl's gone. Everything's gone. Cause I was like sweaty, oh. like cleaning the side of a car. So I'm like, Oh my God, all the stuff that I attempted to do to make myself feel better just <laughs> created massive anxiety. Uh, so yeah, so I came home and I'm like, Oh, I got to get some deodorant. And then I was wearing a new sweater, took off my sweater, put the deodorant on without looking <laughs> and had deodorant mixed with black sweater fuzz oh. all down my arm. And I'm like, okay, well, we're just going to start over. Well, so. 
What you're describing actually reminds me of an article that I wanted to ask you if you had read or heard about. It was in BuzzFeed this past week, and it was about millennial burnout. Oh. And it was just... You know what? I feel like I did see something about this. Tell me more. Yeah. Well, it was written by the same woman who wrote the book that we had in our book club, the Too Fat, Too Loud, Too Slutty, whatever Uh that uh one is, and Helen Peterson. And Mm -hmm. she was describing this thing that I'm sure you can relate to where you have like a task that you need to complete and it's not a big deal, but you just like can never get the the thing up to do it. So like she called it errand paralysis where like you have a thing to return at the store and it takes you like a month to do it or whatever it is. And she started to examine why she and so many people her age had this problem where our parents didn't have it. They just took care of shit. And she realized that, and it was a really long article and it was uh, really worth the read. But um, she said that she believes it's because we're always working. Like we're, there aren't yes. parameters for like, this is leisure time and this is work time and this is mm-hmm. whatever time. And so like you have a never ending enormous to-do list and that is something that is unique to this generation. And some people took issue with the article and were like, uh, people, we've always been burnt out. Like everyone has had, we have had People have been overwhelmed for for generations, but I'm of two minds about it. I get what they're saying that like we're not shoveling coal, and so like we should be thankful that a lot of the jobs that we don't want to do have been automated or out mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. antiquated. Um, but the point remains that we are expected to be on call. Yes, in terms of social media and email yes. and all of that, text, even just being available all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's not for work, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I did really relate to that, especially because I work from, from home and stuff. So, yeah. But I think oh, that yeah. people feel it in general. And like even the idea that we have to post pictures all the time. And so we mm-hmm. ourselves are commodified like yeah. as human beings. That's a new yes. thing. Yes. Agreed. Um, so it, it was really a great article. And I think if I kept thinking of you when I read it. Oh, because yeah, and there's you, like, oh, go ahead. Well, cause you're actually a millennial and I'm not. So, but yeah, anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm like, it's like, even when I was getting my hair done this morning, you know, I was doing work stuff and I'm like updating yes. my hours for work. And then I'm like, you know, talking to Adam about yeah. uploading files and all this stuff. And the girl who was doing my hair was like, man, you don't even get to relax. Like Mm-mm. you feel I feel like you're like buzzing like a million miles a minute here. And I'm like, yeah, cause it's not really an off day. Like there's no such thing as an off day. Well, Cause it'll it's, just pile up. If you take time yeah. to yourself, it's just there waiting for you. Right. So you don't ever really get the break. And that goes double for people with kids and, oh, yeah. you know, cause then why, Oh, and I read this other, other article that was totally depressing about how women, uh, what, like have less leisure time, a half hour, less a day. Uh, than ma- men, and that was especially true for wives. It said that mm. wives have like, or no, I'm sorry, moms. Moms mm-hmm. have an hour less of leisure wow. time than dads. Yeah. yeah. And I just wanted to burn everything down. Yes, 
I get that. I mean, even I even get angry, like, you know, Lana just goes upstairs and goes straight to bed. And I'm like, <laughs> I got to, like, wash my face, put on that all this so shit. That is so true. Do, like, it takes me the whole bathroom routine. Like, and I'm trying to, you know, do it. And, like, you know, because this face ain't getting any younger. So <laughs> I'm, like, putting all this stuff on it. And... It takes me like a half an hour to do that routine at night. It's funny that you say that because the article that specifically said that women have 28 more minutes of like getting ready to do in the morning as well, you know, like makeup, doing your hair, whatever. And so it, you're screwed basically. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And forget it. If you have to go out somewhere. Oh my God. Right. And they're just sitting there watching like, what is that show on ESPN that they all watch? Sports center. Oh my God. First take or sports center. Pick one, whichever. What's first take? Oh, first take's just the one that's on in the morning. (laughs) That's so funny. With Stephen A. Smith. Oh my God. You know them all. Oh, I know all of them. Well, if we haven't dissuaded you yet, you should, you know, don't let us prevent you from getting married. And if you do choose to get married and lose your leisure time, as we've just described, then you should use Zola because it's an awesome wedding registry site where you can create, save the dates and invitations. They have tons of wedding planning with free wedding websites, a wedding registry, um, and free, easy to use wedding planning tools. And we love how like they make the registry so much better. Like you can get group gifts with where people can love that, you know, yeah. Contribute to a big thing. Even if they don't know all the other gift givers, create a honeymoon fund, and then you get 20% off your remaining gifts after the wedding. So you can go on a spree with all that fat cash. I get married again, just so I can get the (laughs) discount. And like Sarah and I are married, but it is great for guests too. Like if you use a site that's convenient and a one-stop shop, it's great for everybody. So if you want to start your free wedding website or registry on Zola, go to Zola.com slash brain candy. So that is Z-O-L-A dot com slash brain candy. And you can start your free wedding website or registry. Um, if we haven't, you know, talked you out of marriage altogether, (laughs) but anyway, the, another funny thing about the, um, time article was, Mm -hmm. does, I don't know if this will surprise you or not, but it said black Americans watch two times as much TV as Asian Americans. Mm -hmm. And then it said the less affluent, older and less educated you are, the more TV you'll watch. That absolutely makes sense. Okay, tell me why. Why you think yeah. so? Well, I I just feel like, because I would have I mean, thought maybe, that like a lot of times when you're less educated and and less affluent, you're having to work like three jobs and oh, I see. So I was surprised yeah, but I I mean maybe if you're with with being educated kind of gets this like hunger and desire to like read or maybe you'll like develop like habits like picking up a newspaper other hobbies so i I think it's more of like what are they doing instead of that Mm, 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 mm. that's interesting i hadn't thought yeah so if they're waking up in the morning and they're doing a crossword puzzle or reading a paper or reading a book or meditate or whatever they're doing then they're not watching television, you know, right. or at night before they go to bed. What do you do before your bed? Do you go to bed? Do you read? If reading wasn't a part of your, you know, we talked a lot about in previous episodes about how many books were in your house growing up. And if you didn't have yeah. any books in your house, what on earth would be a model? Like where on earth would you get a model for going to bed at night with a book? So, yeah. you know, I think it has something to do with that. And it's any, like, you can become kind of addicted to that. That TV kind of lets you zone out and... Yeah. And 
it's an escape. And well, it, yeah, if you, if have, you a do have a lot of stress, yeah, that can be a really effective way to like just check out. And I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't blame them for that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to hear a thing that was sent to us by a brainiac named Allie? She's a Canadian. Yes. And this Ooh. story is bonkers. Oh, my God. Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> she said that. Um, this was big news in Canada, but I hadn't heard at all about it. And this is from a few months ago. This guy, he was a well-known musician. He was an older gentleman, but he people knew him. And he went missing, and, and nobody knew where he was, like, without a trace. And mm-hmm. then um, a man fell from... Uh, I. I guess it, a building or something like he, he dropped to his death mm-hmm. in an accident. And mm-hmm. the people that found him, they didn't ha- he didn't have like any ID or anything. So they called the police and they identified him as this musician. And then the family came and, you know, f- identified him and they had a funeral. And according to Allie, they had an open casket funeral mm-hmm. and then buried him as you do. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh my god, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> I can like feel wait, my blood wait, pressure. Wait, 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 wait! I told it wrong. Shit. Okay, okay. Back up. Okay. Good thing I interrupted. I totally fucked this story up. Okay, so this guy drops to his death. <laughs> I'm so loving that I fucked this up. Okay, so a guy drops to his death, and then they called the police. And they told the police were like, "Oh, this other guy, who's not the musician, went missing." <laughs> and they identified him as this other guy. They mm-hmm. picked up the corpse. They had the open casket funeral, and mm-hmm. then they buried him. And then mm-hmm. that guy turns up a few days later, like, oh. "Hey!" And they were like, "Oh, oh, they had we just buried you." Yeah, they buried the musician guy. But they weren't his family. <gasps> and how so a bunch they... of people came to celebrate a funeral. Oh, no. How did they have an open casket and not notice? And nobody looked inside it? I think maybe the injuries he sustained must oh. have been... They they must have thought that is why he looked different. Well, you know what they say, all Canadians look alike, so... <laughs> I can't believe I screwed it up. But the point remains that someone was buried and there was a case of mistaken identity. So the wrong family mourned him, and the other family wow. thought the guy was missing who when he was dead. So are they going to do a do-over funeral? They had to it like exhume the body wow. and make sure that this was the case. But they were like, we're pretty sure though because the key in his pocket matched the musician's, you know, residence. Oh my so god! You know, it's probably it was him, and I'm sure they figured it out. And I don't know if they had another funeral or what the hell. But where'd this missing guy run off to for however long? <laughs> What good, was he doing? That's such a good point. They never, they never explained where he was in the article. Where the fuck was this guy? <laughs> Only you would think of that. You're like, how dare you? You didn't even tell me you were going to be gone. Right. Because, like, I mean, I don't know. I just... Yeah. You can't just, like, stroll in and be like, hey, guys. You're Back so from the right. dead. Back from the dead. Yeah, but maybe he was, like... A transient or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't hmm. know. But there you go. That's from Allie, the Brainiac. Interesting. So make sure, yeah, you know, and I don't know, maybe they slap all that makeup on him. Like, this is an older man, right? Mm-hmm. Like, reconstruct his face and he just looks like a regular old guy. They did say that at the time of all of this confusion that there had been, like, 
some kind of storm or something in the town. And so it was like a lot of people were there out of touch and that was confusing. And so maybe that's why the guy had gone missing. Like he was out of, he didn't have electricity or something. I don't know. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So this is just filling in holes. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably the electricity or something. It's off the grid. I don't know, but still I, I'm kind of freaked out anytime anybody's like almost buried alive or, you know, like you bury the wrong person. That, yeah. I don't know. It just really gets yeah. to me. We know that you've got a fear of those, those kind of things. <laughs> right. Being buried alive. <laughs> so question, have you ever been to an open casket funeral? Yeah. What's that like? Have you not? No. I think, you know what? I think that they're, my friend's mom passed away when I was younger and I think it was an open casket, but I couldn't look. Yeah. I was too scared. I can see why. I mean, it's kind of creepy even as an adult and maybe more so because you're just like, wait, this makes no sense. Yeah. I thought I find Oof. it to be a very odd tradition. Do you, I that, do too. I'm not, I, I, well, you know what it probably comes from not wanting to do what just happened in Canada. <laughs> so true. It's probably like that so that they can check. Wait, is this the guy? Yeah. yeah maybe that's, that's how okay, it began. There's gotta be a reason for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're you're probably right. It does I seem know, like though. the family would have noticed, though. Unless like, they were all like me and scared to look. I'll tell you Maybe what, Maybe you're, though. like, doing that thing where you're looking, but it's not really registering. You just, like, I don't know. Well, I don't... I, if you ever die, though, and I have to be like, yeah, that's her, I, there's no yeah. way I would mistake you for anyone else. Oh, right, right. Abs- well, the tattoos are a dead giveaway. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I have a lot of identifying marks. Yeah, that's true. You're kind of like yeah. one in a million or one in a infinity because of yeah. that. That's lucky. And you are you have some serial numbers in you, so no problem there. <laughs> Where it's do true. you think of this stuff? Well, because I'm thinking of how you would identify a dead body if you didn't know who that, it was. Or I something. would love to know if that has ever been like how you've identified a, a corpse. Guaranteed, a hundred percent. At least on a lot of law and Law and Order episodes. Oh, really? For sure. Where like people will identify because any medical, any medical, um, like surgical. What do you call them? Like not device, but something that gets goes inside you has a serial number. Has yeah, all this I have stuff a little on card it. that has the number on it. And even if you get like metal plates in your leg or some sort of like seal, they're all like identified so that if anything went wrong, like that manufacturer can be like liable or the doctors can go after it or if they lose it in the body, God forbid, something like that. So from what I know, all those things are, are, um, like traceable. Right. And so they would, they would be able to track it. Ooh, now I want to know what parts go inside of you that have serial numbers on it. Like I said, I did get a card when mine were put inside of me, my implants, and they, it says yeah. the serial number. You're right. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. don't want to die and you want to make sure that you're well hydrated, drink some That is important IV. to keep you alive. <laughs> we were at the Chicago meetup and Adam, he doesn't drink anymore, almost never. And he decided to have a beer and he's so paranoid that he's going to like get dehydrated that he now brings liquid IV packets with him. And at the Chicago meetup, he opened up a packet and like put it in his water and the brainiacs were like, wait a minute, is that liquid IV? (laughs) I love it. They're like, oh my God, he does use it. We really do. We love it so much. Yeah. I got my brother over and I, he absolutely is stealing my stash. (laughs) 
Well, it's really helpful. Like whether you have, you know, it's cold and flu season or you're traveling. And I mean, I just feel dehydrated in in winter in general. Like my whole body is needing Mm -hmm. uh, hydration. But so we really do love liquid IV. It's a little packet of electrolyte drink mix you can mix with your water and it hydrates you at twice to three times as fast as drinking just a regular bottle or glass of water and it has vitamins and it's tasty. We love liquid IV. We know you will too. Right now our listeners get 20% off at liquidiv.com when you use code brain at checkout. It's 20% off anything you order on liquid IV's website. Go to liquidiv.com and enter promo code brain to get your savings and start getting better hydration. That's liquidiv.com promo code brain. Don't wait, get hydrated today. Notice they have a new website, the Liquid IV. It used to have a dash in it. So, Oh, cool. Anyway, yeah, stock up. But Adam's like probably selling them out. Uh, you better hurry. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's so funny, though. The, your brain is so interesting to me because like you, you immediately thought of the tattoos and how that would make you identifiable. And then you immediately mm-hmm. thought of my breasts. Mm-hmm. And like, I just feel like- When do I not, Susie? <laughs> you're only human. I'm only human. <laughs> but I just, I, you think of things that I would never think of. It drives me crazy. Well, you know what? And same for you. I don't know. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. No, I'm kidding. We're a good team. Let's just say that. That is, that is a fact. How about how there was this guy, he's 90 years old, and he um, competes in, you know, professional competitive cycling. Oh yeah, wow, but he 90. like always, Damn. yeah. But he always, you know, wins his age category because he's like the mm-hmm. only one. Mm-hmm. And but he still celebrates it, which I think is super cool. And like he won the gold in his age group, and he decided to go out to a diner to celebrate. And at the diner, he ordered. Do you ever eat liver? Well, when I was a baby, but not now, when you are and a not baby? by choice. Yeah, my mom. Oh my god, that's like another story. But my mom like read somewhere that liver really helps brain develop something in babies and so she oh like only fed for like a maybe bunch, that's a the secret time. sarah like r- it's really like rich in iron so she was like give my baby only liver for like <gasps> every day i wonder if that's what happened to you <laughs> that's it that's how i can come up with draw these amazing conclusions <laughs> it's the liver <laughs> you never know don't don't say it ain't that and that, you that's probably why this guy's still cycling at 90 so there you go uh, well There's unfortunately the um hormones that they inject in the cows are more <gasps> intense in the you know organ itself and uh-huh. so he got cut with for doping because of no! it yes get out of town <laughs> he did Sues. He is so sad about it. And oh my God. They took his gold medal away. No. They did. I want to hug him. I know. He's so sad. And he's like, I'm not going to quit cycling, but he's like, I am quitting liver. (laughs) He's like, I just think like they shouldn't waste money testing people that are older than a certain age because we're not doing this to get endorsements or anything. And right. he's so right. Like, even if he had been doping, who the fuck cares? Right. So. I mean, for goodness sad. sakes. Sad. Yeah, but good story. <laughs> Ew, and how gross is it that in the liver, there's so many hormones. Yeah, that yeah he... maybe don't feed your baby liver. 
Unless it's like now, organic or something. Yeah. What if it's different now? I bet it is. Oh my God. That to- I'm sorry I'm dominating, but I have so much to say no, to you. No, Suze, I'm so excited because like I, you know, <laughs> I, I always, this is what happens is like, you know, I always like tell everything in the episode before and I'm like, oh crap, all my good stories are gone. I wanted to talk to you about, you know, this phenomenon, well, I don't know, trend, I should say, mm-hmm. where people eat their own placenta after they give birth yes. to a baby. Yes. What are your thoughts on that, first of all? Well, you know, we had talked about, what was it? The wearing it as a jewelry and all, like with the yeah. umbilical cord and all that. With the placenta, I've heard that, I mean, I'm kind of for it. I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, animal, I mean, animals also eat their own shit, but you know, <laughs> uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of okay with it. You know, I think that if like the pills that you can get, like yes, you can have it right. pop, put like you can like send it off mm-hmm. and and yeah I'm okay with I'm I'm fine with all that okay because I yeah. follow this woman on Twitter named Dr Jen Gunter and she's a you know OBGYN and she mm-hmm. is always mad about um, like Gwyneth Paltrow's goop and how yeah, they yeah, like yeah, yeah. sell those jade eggs and all that mm-hmm. stuff so dumb and so she was talking recently about the placenta phenomenon. I think because Chrissy Teigen had mentioned Mm -hmm. on the countdown on New Year's Eve that she, something about eating placenta, or no, vaginal Mm -hmm. steaming. And so then she got on this whole thing about how she's, this doctor is sick of like debunking all this stuff. Yeah. And so then I put out a thing on the Brain Candy Crush saying like, are any of you guys placenta eaters on Facebook? (laughs) Because I want to talk to you on the podcast and I'll be damned, like, uh, so many people responded saying that they have those capsules that you described. Yeah. yeah. And Jen, Dr. Jen Gunter says this is all, you know, basically nothing more than the placebo effect mm. um, and that it's you're wasting your money kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But these people are so super into it and anecdotally are all saying, like, it made such a big difference. It prevented, mm-hmm. like, uh, postpartum mm-hmm. and, like had more breast milk and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Gunter is like, this isn't a thing, <laughs> like mm-hmm. scientifically. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You know, I I feel like it's, it's is it really that you're wasting your money if the placebo effect works, yeah. which we know it does, yes. and say that that decreases the likelihood of postpartum by 50% or whatever, because placebo effect is what it, pro- it usually is around 50%. So, right. Okay, I'll, I'll shell out the dinero for that. Yeah, even if it's a placebo effect, I'm like totally fine well, with all of that kind of stuff. I think, give me the sugar pills and lie to me. I think My brain that if will it were like sugar that. pills, she would be more okay with it. But she says that the placenta, it just like any human or, organ, yeah, yeah. can get bacteria. Yes, and I keep hearing that too. Can really raise your risk of getting sick. Which yeah. is a problem. Like an, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have heard that, that like if the, there was one, I guess one place, there was some story I read about someone who did send it off and it was processed in a facility where it wasn't like, um, Ooh. what is the word? Compliant or? Yeah. Something like that where, you know, it wasn't a, a, a hygienic. Hygienic, yeah, yeah, and all the, the, the bacteria or whatever it was got in there Ugh. and it did make her sick. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know. Do whatever you want, I say. Do whatever you want. I I do find the conversation interesting, and hopefully one of these hookers will come on here and talk about placenta (laughs) eating. I truly was so ignorant about it that I didn't even know that you could get them dehydrated in a capsule. I'm picturing them with a knife and fork. Right. You know, my, when my, my mom lives in Costa Rica and we, I went down there to visit her a couple of years ago and stayed with her for a while. And her next door neighbors, uh, were this young couple younger than me. Um, they were probably like 24, 25 who came down to Costa Rica. They're like really hippie. <laughs> and they came down to Costa Rica, rented this place specifically to have the baby. And they had the baby like in the jungle, in this bungalow, in a, in a bathtub in the backyard and then, like, I mean, she's, like, six hours from a hospital. To me, it was oh, insane. Man. Like, way too crazy. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I'm all about the home birth and will absolutely be doing that. And, you know, well, maybe not home, but because I'm too far away yeah, also yeah, from yeah. hospital. But, you know, like, the midwife thing, like, all all that. I'm into it. Yeah. But, you know, I'd like an emergency, like, evacuation plan. B. plan. Yeah. Plan B. And um, so... She had the baby. It was wonderful, magical. Everything went great. But she kept the placenta attached to the baby, the umbilical cord. Like she didn't cut the umbilical cord and kept everything attached until it essentially like dried out and on its own. The whole thing? Like until it stopped giving the baby the – like it'll keep pumping. It'll keep like doing – working as long as it's attached. And I mean it must have been like – a days. Oh my god. And she god. had it on the bed next to her. It was so gross. I saw it. Like <laughs> so and then they like gross. it was so gross. You know, again, a lot of natural do things what's are gross. good for you. Yeah. No judgment. No. But I will have opinions. And <laughs> uh they like her midwife uh um or doula like sprinkled there's like oils and lavender around it to like kind of like mask the smell, but she's like, it's oh, like, you man. know, because it was smelling stinky. And my mom took her, um, uh, uh, like the baby photos, like the newborn baby photos for her. And my mom was even like, she was like, oh, I was like grossed out because I'm like, Sally's like no. right. I'm like, if my mom's like, whoa, that was too much, then it is too much. <laughs> God, that's funny. Yeah, she was like, I had to like try to like avoid the, that in the picture, and it was hot, and it was like I couldn't stop looking at it, and it was like seeping into the bed. <laughs> so. What I can't stop looking at is the Instacart app, which mm. is so amazing. As you guys know, I'm obsessed with automating my life. I basically don't ever leave my house, and thanks to Instacart, that is a lot easier because now you don't even have to go to the grocery store. They will deliver your groceries in as little as one hour, or you can schedule a time that works with your schedule. They have coupons on there that are exclusive to them, so you can save money on your groceries as well. And they have them delivered from local and national retailers. Plus, you don't have to get in your car (laughs) and go buy them. So it's super easy. You just go download the app, Instacart, or go to instacart.com, and you can shop Mm -hmm. for groceries and all that jazz, and then they deliver them to you. So try Instacart and get $10 off your first order. To get this limited time offer, go to instacart.com or download the mobile app and enter our promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. That's $10 off your first order today at instacart.com or through the mobile app. And don't forget to enter our code BRAINCANDY, instacart.com or through the mobile app with our code BRAINCANDY at checkout. Love stuff like that. Yeah, they just started delivering to my house. <gasps> That's so exciting. I'm thrilled. 
It's that I've been telling you about this forever oh, where, and I've been waiting. I know. Like you've always been like, they don't have it. I'm like, I'm checking. I'm checking. And then <laughs> well, I went in yesterday. I'm like, they have it. Yes. <laughs> well, and it takes me about an hour to get to the GD grocery store. So <laughs> right? I need this more than anybody. <laughs> well, it's funny. Cause that millennial burnout article on Buzzfeed was talking about how like the older generations are like, Oh, quit complaining. You guys even get your groceries delivered and this and that. But she was like, yeah, we do all that stuff and automate everything, and then we just work more. <laughs> yep, that's exactly why, and oh, that's exactly it. And any free time you have, you're like, well, I don't have enough time to go to the grocery store, so I'm going to use my extra 20 minutes on my lunch break or coffee break to, you know, go grocery shopping, and then, you know, then you're just it's, working more. Yeah. Yes, that is exactly yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah And yeah. I do, like, I was reading comments from the Brainiacs about the article, and they were like, this sounds like people are just lazy, and there were parts of it where I was like, annoyed because everybody our age thinks they should have a job that like they're passionate about Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. including me hello i talk for a living Mm -hmm. um but and like you you know you are fulfilled at your job and you know working in the clinic and all that stuff that's like a new idea people didn't used to think their job was also going to fulfill them so it's a little bit of muddy water there yeah but anyway. i mean but i am such a, that is like the the foundation of my theory uh, like my theory of change like my the the what what is it the theory the theory that i use and you know because there are a whole bunch of different ways that you can treat clients there's a whole bunch of different um like theoretical models that you can follow yeah um whether you're more like systemic and looking at the family or you're looking at like cognitive behavioral therapy that's more just like behaviors and actions and how do we like you know work on that and i um use one called uh the satir method that talks a lot about like congruent communication and things like that but the foundation of it is identity and is being in line like with the things that are passionate and like being that you're passionate about and being able to identify like what is it that motivates me what is it that is like my you know, we were talking a couple episodes about those two kind of old people. There's like the ones who are wonderful and great because they feel like they have a purpose. And then the ones who are like bitter and old because they don't. Yeah. And, and when you're in line with the things that are meaningful, the things that like bring you, um, that give you a sense of purpose and you feel like you're contributing, like all that lines up and it creates less dis-ease later in life. Yeah. See, I'm all about that. Well, like, do you feel like you're accomplishing it with your own? Yes. Oh, wait, with myself? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like, like, do I feel like I'm what? I, I guess I wonder, like, the things that you're teaching other people, do you feel like come easy to you? No. Okay. Absolutely not. Yeah. Then that's too. the reason why I think it's so important because right. it's, I can see where the struggle comes in. And she's got this whole model of... um like the, this the different components of the self. So like your, um, your spiritual beliefs, your nutrition and, and health, your like mind body connection, your education, and like all those have to be balanced and all those have to be looked at. Yeah. And like, what are those areas and are all those being taken care of? Or do you have like, um, very strict rules in certain categories? Can we soften those and things like that, that kind of create people to have like very rigid, narrow thinking or be really hard on themselves or whatever Have you whatever seen that it list? It, it circles on 
social media a lot. It's like, if you think you're depressed, like go through this checklist, like, have you had a glass of water? Have you eaten a meal? Oh, mm-hmm, are are mm-hmm. the people around you toxic? Like you go through this whole mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. small to large things mm-hmm. that like could be affecting. Cause even when I went to therapy recently, she was mm-hmm. like, I think it might just be circumstances. And I'm like, I think you're right. Cause my yeah. brain isn't. Yes. I, I think it's more like what's happening rather than like a chemical thing. But totally. you kind of have to figure that out, which is can be hard. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's like looking at what's going on. They call it a biopsychosocial. Ooh. Uh, uh, you know, biopsychosocial, whatever. I can't remember. That's so but smart. biological, psychological, and sociological. I'm getting real horny over here for all these. Oh, yeah. I'm- all these <laughs> smart words I'm throwing out. I mean, I love nerdy culture. What's yeah. that called where you're attracted to like smart people? I forget the oh, word for it. It's like yeah. a. A thing. I can't remember, but it is a thing. Yeah, and I get that because when you just said that, I'm like, yeah, tell me more. Talk yeah. dirt, talk nerdy to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like a good checklist to have because sometimes it's just like you're hanging around with dicks. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and my therapist told me, she was like, hey, you got to stop going to people who are giving you shitty advice and saying yeah. the wrong things yes like, go to the people who it's almost like i'm perpetuating my own feelings of being like oh my god i'm all alone here because i keep going to the people who even sometimes is my own family can who are alienate like, mm, you it's fine it's not a big deal and she's like why don't you go to the people who are your friends who said hey call me anytime even if it's three o'clock in the morning when you're not feeling whatever why don't you use those people and we have to like surround ourselves with people who don't care about the details who just and the fact or like not the facts but like the that stuff and care more about us and our feelings and totally it, do, it doesn't matter if the facts are the facts or whatever they are do you feel hurt do you feel sad okay great then i'll help you yeah so like what's the job i mean just from your work point of view mm-hmm. like if you're the therapist is mm-hmm. your job to acknowledge their feelings and or is it to be like that what you're describing like is not like where somebody a therapist might say like well maybe you should just get over it or something because i've had well, people do that yeah. uh i think it depends you know i think um a therapist can be somebody where you can kind of bounce it it gives you yeah like um, somebody to bounce something off of. It also can, they are great at reflecting back maybe how others interpret what yeah, you're doing. That's true. And sometimes we don't even see it the same way. Like when we watch, when I watched the show, when I watched the real world, I was like, Oh my God, look at me. That's, <laughs> I don't want to do that. But I didn't, you don't realize it in the moment because you're so used to these, these reactions and you're so used to behaving in this way that when you look at it from, you know, like a third person perspective, you're like, Oh, I get it. And a lot of their, and again, it depends on what kind of model you use. So if you're somebody who's like, a uh, what do they call him? Rogerian therapist, like Carl Rogers, I think is his name. And he's more of like the, tell me how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. into that. So me neither. So like that is more like letting the client kind of explore their own thing where some, sometimes they're more directive. There are therapists who are narrative therapists that kind of do it all is like telling us of a story and like externalizing the problem and tell me how the anger affects you, not 
your anger affects you, things like that. So, and it all depends on the person. Everybody yeah. has a different key to unlock the door. And that's the job of a therapist is to really feel out what does this person need right now? Do they need guidance? Do they need, um, you know, somebody to kind of like reflect maybe what others see that they're not seeing? Um, is the ma is the relationship with the therapist a, uh, uh, like a reflection of their relationship with people in um, uh, the rest of their lives. Like a lot of times, however, like the the therapist will be almost like a surrogate for another relationship that the ther- that the client has, and they'll you can kind of start to see that come out in the session. So it's all about what the client needs. Oh, yeah, that's very helpful. Do just you give me like, my degree already. If you, <laughs> I, know. I just use that as my final. Just listen to the episode. <laughs> listen to episode two eighty eight. Will be great. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's true though. I mean, it's yeah. helpful information. Like, if you're searching for a therapist, can you say like what method do you do? Or, yes, oh, okay. and in fact, I think that's the best way to the best <clears throat> thing to do. Um, sometimes, you know, you don't really know what's the best, but um, you can find out like if you've had uh, childhood trauma, then something like EMDR. Um, that's a really really good one and so you can go to there's a website called psychology psychology today the same one that has the magazine yes uh all the therapists on there and you can filter them by their uh like mode of treatment by their therapeutic uh uh you know whatever you call it i don't even know what it's called yes thank you their approach to therapy um that is a good tip my friend actually just told me that she was talking about uh, (laughs) Uh, or no, this is so funny. Let me wait, hold everything. Let me just yes. get this over with because yes. I mean, it's a new year and we do need to uh, deal with a topic, which is that everybody charged a crap load of money onto their credit cards Yep, and <laughs> they're looking at their bill probably and are shocked at their APR if they even bother to look. And you might be surprised that your interest rate is super high, but if you want a lower one, we have a solution, which is Lightstream. It is we, so many brainiacs and family members of mine have used this and have had great luck. Oh, that's so great. It I love is. That. I think it's so cool. If you want to just yeah. check it out, see if you could get a lower interest rate and save with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream, you could get a rate as low as 6.14 APR with auto pay and save thousands in interest because a lot of people's rates are way higher than that. If you go to, on the application, which is online and it's super easy, it doesn't take a lot of time, you might get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000 even as soon as the day you apply. Hello? Uh, yeah. And if you have good credit, you deserve a low rate. So our listeners can save even more with an additional interest rate discount. The only way to get the discount, though, is to go to lightstream.com slash braincandy. Spell out the name L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com. See how I did that? Slash Yes. Brain candy. Subject to credit approval, rate includes 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash brain candy for more info. Okay. This is so funny. My yes. friend, Eric, who I love, had met uh, me and my friend Emily for dinner and had come straight from his therapy session. And he was saying that his therapist, he called him a <laughs> gay supremacist. A gay supremacist? <laughs> like, I'm going to need to know more. He goes, he thinks that gay people are like better than everybody because he is gay and so is the, the client, Eric. And um, he goes, like, even when someone's straight, like, let's say you say Tom Hanks. 
it, mm-hmm. oh, I saw a Tom Hanks movie, and he'll be like, well, you know he's gay. And the cl- Eric would be like, mm, I don't think so, because, you know, he's married to Rita Wilson. And, and the guy's like, yeah, but he has really strong bi tendencies. <laughs> like, even when someone's not gay at all, the guy... And I just love the term gay supremacist. I'm th- I do the same thing with people. Landon's like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I love Bradley Cooper. And I'm like, you know he's gay, right? <laughs> and Landon's like, he is not. He dates all the hottest models. Why and I'm like, do you yeah, think and- he's... Do you really think he's gay? I think he has gay... T- I think he has bisexual tendencies. That's what I heard. That's a rumor on the street. I have zero actual evidence to back this up, and I'm totally going to have people who are mad at me. They're going to be like, he's not. I swear he's dating this person, this person. Now, I just heard. I heard. This is what I heard. I hope he is. I mean, maybe I'm a gay supremacist. <laughs> yeah, we're cool. both gay supremacists. Because, like, like oh, they're always better when they're they gay. They kind of are. It's true. So, I mean, you know. But that's a term we need to put into the lexicon. Yeah. Of brainiacs. By the way, another That's word funny. that I just forgot earlier is sapiosexual. That's when you're oh. attracted to smart people. Yes. Are you a sapiosexual? Sapio. Sapio? Yeah. Oh. Am I attracted to smart people? Oh, hell yeah. Because like, could because remember when we were on the ruins and you were into Kenny? And I think Kenny yes. would agree. He's not an intellectual guy. Yeah. Would you say that that was an exception for you? Yeah. And you know what? I wouldn't. <clears throat> I wouldn't like marry Kenny. Oh, you might. Would He's I? so nice. I might. I know. I'm like, man, I actually might. I see what you mean, though. Like, you need you know? someone that challenges you intellectually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Landon knows so much about, like, politics and all that kind of stuff that he's, like, and, you know, he's all read up on all this stuff and he kicks my ass in Trivial Pursuit. Like, I would not want to be with somebody who. I just murdered in Trivial Pursuit. Then they wouldn't want to play with me. I and do there have, goes my Friday night activity. I feel like I have a Trivial Pursuit, like conspiracy theory, which is that I think it is skewed towards men. <laughs> I believe that. Absolutely. And I also am pissed with this new, I got, Landon got me the, like the new one that you have. Yeah. The G- Genus 5 or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and they have like trick questions in there. Like, and that's some bullshit. Okay, I'm going to try to remember verbatim what this one was. I even said I need to pull this card out and put it aside because I have to talk about this on the Brain Candy podcast because I'm pissed. Do you remember so, the general subject? Yes, I, I'm going to remember. It's like what what pest or what some – it's something about it, – it said what pest or something like pest mm-hmm. hops on to – and then something like two million plates in France a year. Oh, okay, pest. I guess I would have guessed escargot, but well, it's frogs, and because they said hops on, oh, I was I, I was thinking that they were using that as like what hops on like is there a lotus infestation that rolls through once a year like because that that says to me that this pest actually physically hops onto the plate. <laughs> They're using yes. hops on like good cute. point. I and get being what you're cute saying. and clever. I'm like, like, oh, this hops onto the plate. No, don't do that. That just say like is on plates. I Not, totally you're, get you're what you're saying. Action behind it, and then Landon kept on rereading it, and I was like, stop rereading it. I understand what it says. I'm just upset that they're trying to be fucking cute and clever. Sorry, Linda, and I'm just like mad about it. And then he beat me, but only by like one pie, and I was just really. It, I. Ugh. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I totally get what you're saying because you thought of it in a different way. That's really annoying. Yeah. 
Yes. And I'm like, okay, well, are we being literal? Because yeah. if we're being literal, then that's, you're not being literal. You're being like tongue in cheek. And I don't like that shit. Well, and I don't like how there's an entire category of sports and leisure, but yeah. the idea of like, if you put on a category that's beauty and, um, I don't know, whatever yeah. else is stereotypically female, beauty and makeup yeah. or something like that. They would be, dudes would be so mad thinking like, that's unfair. Most women don't know like baseball player names. I don't. I don't. And there are tons of boxer questions. Yeah, fuck that. I don't know any of those things. And then, you know how to win Trivial Pursuit, you have to make it to the middle. And then the person you're playing against gets to pick your category. Oh, yeah. What the hell category you think I always get? It's not sports and leisure, is it? Yes, that's what Landon gets to, like... You know, because they get to pick. Yeah, but I would think you'd be pretty good because you know, like, more about sports nope, than I. No, I don't know anything about those. Like the old, you know. And I don't what know category anything. do you choose for him? Uh, arts and leisure. Yeah, see that or arts and literature. That to me is like he knows a lot about those cate- those yes, ideas, he does. though. Whereas I caught him, I caught him on like a Winnie the Pooh question or something. Like that. <laughs> I remember he didn't get right. we had that question when we played on Thanksgiving that year because. It was about the author, and you were like, how do you not know Milne or whatever? Right, A.A. Milne. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? You get this question? What the hell? But he didn't get it, right? Right, and he did not get yeah. it. Yeah. But oh the, God. that's We just... both remember the questions <laughs> Lana gets wrong. That is, that is, shows that you how... That tells you everything. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like the, the categories are skewed to advantage men. So yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, maybe we should boycott. I don't know. I don't yeah, know where we need this the friends edition. <laughs> yeah. Is that a thing? Totally is. I mean, I would dominate. There's like friends edition of some game like that. Isn't it trivial pursuit? I'm pretty sure it is. It's so funny. You're mentioning friends. Cause I'm, my phone is resting on the, I'll be there for you book by Kelsey Miller, which everyone should read by the way. It's so good. Mm. I mean, if you like friends, <laughs> there definitely is. It's, and there is Friends Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. Ooh, so we'll I bet you play that. Yeah, there's we'll probably a lot of better versions for us. Yeah, yeah um, totally. Okay. I had 80s edition, and that was so fun. Ooh. Oh, yeah, but it was made recently, like or it was like from the 80s? No, made recently as a throwback okay. with questions about the 80s. Because I'll tell you, the 80s version that I would play when I was, mm-hmm. you know, in the mid-90s, mm-hmm. but yes. we just had an old version... Yeah. It was so hard because, I mean... Same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I don't like that. So hard with, like, obscure <laughs> references to, like... Like political movie figures? Stars from... Or, yep, yeah, or that. See, these are the yeah. ones that land and you can put any generation and he'll know the... I'm like, how on earth do you know the answer to this? I'm so mad. I do like that about him, though. Sometimes I think he's, like, cheating. I'm like, are the cards see-through? Am I holding it? Like, I pull it up in a very specific way so he, like, can't look at it. So I'm like, there's no way you can know this. How do you know this? And then I try to cheat, and I can't even do it. Wow. That hurts. That hurts. I know. know. Did you hear, changing the subject, did you hear about the woman who has a medical condition that prevents her from being able to hear men's voices? Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. <laughs> is it that she can't hear a low tones? Yes. I wonder if she could hear me. That's what I want to know. I was thinking the same thing because you... Can't she hear Sarah? Is that you teeter on the brink. You have a deep voice. You're like Kathleen Turner over there. Uh, yeah. 
I, I mean, do have a deep voice. And so people used to always confuse me and my little brother on the phone, especially while he was going through puberty. Oh my God, Sarah. So if you, yeah. has anyone told you you sing like a baritone or something? Like what's no, your... but I definitely do. I sing like Johnny I'll Cash. Too. <laughs> Johnny Cash. It's like the only songs I can sing. <laughs> I'm actually in pain. That hurt. <laughs> I just laughed so hard it hurt. Um, that's really funny. Well, she <laughs> woke up um, with this problem. She hasn't been born with it. She went to bed with like, I think she just didn't feel well, and she had some ringing in her ears, and then woke up and couldn't hear her boyfriend. Oh my God. And oh so my she God. went to like an ear. That would freak me out. Yeah. He's talking, but you can't hear. Oh, she went to an God. ear, nose, and throat specialist, and it was a female doctor, and she could hear her. And then when they brought in a male, she couldn't, and that's how they wow. determined that she had reverse slope hearing, which is the low tone problem. Oh, my. Oh and my. it supposedly will wear off, but for now, she can't hear any men. You know what? Good riddance. Live Good, in the great. dream. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts, girl. <laughs> and if it's contagious, come over to my house. Somebody wrote that on Twitter, and I thought I would be so mad if this were reversed and a man couldn't hear a woman, and all the I men would be were like so angry. Yeah, but it's super funny when it's not reversed. <laughs> yes, this reminds me of that movie that's coming out. Um, what men want? What? Oh my god! I'm see- so excited. It is so good. Oh, I, I can't wait to go see it. So remember how they had what yes. women want with Mel Gibson, and he yes. woke up and he could hear women's thoughts. Yeah, this is the reverse. Oh and my god! And it's a god. woman, and it's um. Oh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Tahari. 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 Something. I can't remember. I have to remember her name. Is she a woman of color? Yes. Uh, what is her name? What men want is with, mm -mm -mm, she's so beautiful. Oh my God. Tahari P. Henson. (laughs) Am I saying your name right? Yes. (laughs) I'm laughing because this is the funnest game to play with you. Yeah. What is her name? What celebrity is Sarah thinking of? Oh my god! I'm like, and then I was trying to think of like what? Oh, that's right. She's in Empire. I was like, what is the name of that show? That oh she yeah, crushes she's it Cookie. As Cookie. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and Tahari it looks so funny. What is the essence so of funny. like what men think? Just sex stuff. Um, like those. There's one in the preview where like you know she walks past a guy and like in the guy's head he's like she just walked past a cloud of my farts and oh. she looks back at him and it's like all gross stuff and like them checking out women and it's i but can't wait to see it i'm like so excited like, they're probably gonna make it be like oh they're deeper than we think or something i'm sure blah, blah, blah. that's or the part we'll I, I am not here for that we'll see we'll see um but i just love that it's the reverse i love that i just love everything i can't wait to see it i love that mel gibson won't be in it yep get out of here I wanted to tell you about a fun uh, – this is not an ad, but it totally sounded like I was doing an ad. Um, mm-hmm. This cool feature on Merriam-Webster's uh, website, which Ooh, I, I love, love. Merriam-Webster's Twitter and their we- – I love everything about it. They've got great stuff on there. They tell me do. what I need to check out. Yeah, they have a great Twitter, which I appreciate any kind of wit and yep. references. But they have a cool feature called time traveling and oh. – it basically allows you to see in whatever year you want what na- what words came into the Ooh. collective lexicon. So yes. um, the year by year list 
<clears throat> pardon, starts with uh, the year 1500. And it's the, they said it's the rich vintage that gave us backside, brownie, oh. brownie. Wow. Cadaver, civil law, and hair cloth. What the hell is a hair cloth? What the hell is a hair cloth? But it's really fun, and it goes through 2010. I love that. And, like, you can look up the year you were born. And it's actually, I mean, obviously it's whimsical and just a cool thing to be able to do. But it does tell you a lot about, like, the what's happening at that time. Like, it talked mm-hmm. about how the first year of the American Revolution in 1775, the terms anti-American, free speech... Um, insurgent and liberalized became, you know, words (laughs) and that's pretty cool. Is that not crazy that, that, that kind of blows my mind a little bit. Yeah. To think that that, cause you, you think of a word like free speech or yeah. something like that. You're like, you know, free speech, like it's just, speech, it's not a thing, it but didn't it's a exist thing. before. Right. Wow. That's when it became a thing as the kids that's say. Cool. And I'm like, into it. In the 1960s, you get like after party. Um, oh, fun. <laughs> diazepam and funny farm. <laughs> diazepam. That's great. That's when all the first generation antipsychotics came out. And then uh, in the 70s, you get like a lot of cuisine and geopolitics. Like you get carpaccio and <laughs> chai, like chai tea or gulag and moonie, you know, like the moonies. Mm-hmm. Which I just think this is such a cool. This is super like cool. Us being sapiosexuals again. Yes, because I like, love it. Brain candy, brain candy, brainiacs all are too. Yeah, I think that like if you, I like wordplay. I like anything to do with like vocabulary and and then putting in the context of history. I think what a cool feature. Ooh. Let me see if wordplay is your foreplay. <laughs> you would think. I mean, I do love a good. You know, like there's okay, not to bring up Billy Joel again, although I will. Um, there, I've been trying to craft the ultimate tweet in my head, and I'm like, what do I say? What do I, I have I do to, to write hook it. him? What do I do? Because I was like, do I include a picture? Do I make it look kind of like a wanted ad or wanted poster where it's like, have you seen her? And like, you know, missing, needed on stage or something like that. I'm like trying to come up with like the most clever way to really, really catch his attention. Thank you. That means You're a lot welcome. to me because let me tell you this. I get at least one tweet or something a day about Jeff fucking Goldblum. <laughs> and not one person tweeted out the Billy Joel thing. <gasps> I will do it right this second. Just to just to plant the seed. And okay, so he wrote this song called Christy Lee. It was obviously about Christy Brinkley, but it is a very clever song lyrically. Mm-hmm. And I just love it because like he uses the guy's saxophone, this guy mm-hmm. in the song named Joe, who plays the saxophone, he uses it throughout the song as a metaphor for sex. Mm. So like, you know, she wanted to go home with him and like Joe could play in every key and he, all she, she didn't want another lover, lover. All she wanted was the sax Mm. and like, and then she didn't need another lover. All she wanted was the horn. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, Billy, with all these yes. double entendres. I love it. So I guess oh, I am into double that. entendre kind of. That is my foreplay, I guess. Yes. Um, have you seen on social media this trend of like people, regular people, asking a celebrity to like run them over? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like a new thing where people are like, 
oh my God, like Timothy Chalet, whatever, Chalet looks so hot. He needs to like run me over right this second with his BMW or whatever. Have you heard? No. I I wonder if run me over is also a euphemism. I think it is. I think it is too. Yeah. There was this article in the cut saying like why it's be, you know, it's like a, they called it a catastrophic sense of desire where like you want them so bad you like, and they'll be like, push me down the steps. (laughs) Oh my God. That is weird. It's kind of weird, but it's also like meant to be playful without being like crude sexually, but then also not being genuinely morbid, like just sort of silly. But I just, Um, I wondered if you like had seen people doing this like before the I golden have growth. not <laughs> i mean the only thing that even, no that doesn't the only thing that pops in my head is the line from clueless where she says he said you were so sweet you gave him a toothache oh and that is the only thing i can think of where pain and love are are used yeah but that and, actually makes sense because sweet yes it, it does yeah, right i love him so much i want him to run me over with his car <laughs> eh, have you no, ever no, had that stretch we're of- really running out of pickup lines is what this <laughs> means i do think it's you know social media has created this thing where things like take on a life of their own and then it becomes yeah. again like a thing and it doesn't mm-hmm. mean what you know normally it would mean yeah, I think that's what happened. And, you know, I'm sure it's in some song somewhere. That's where everybody... By the way, you were... I don't know if you were over the other day. No, you had called the other day and Adam was talking to you, I think. Or maybe... No, no, no. It was when you came over the other day and you mm-hmm. somehow knew that Adam had, like, gotten the civil... The citizen test thing. How did yeah. you know that? Because... Oh, I think I asked him where what he was up to that day or oh. he looked real nice <laughs> and he said he was going to do the civil, um, you know, like the the citizenship thing yeah okay okay, okay. i'm just asking because yeah. i'm looking down at the desk and there's the he, he has like a study guide he's english yes and he's trying to become an american citizen he's just a permanent resident right now with his green card which is what you get when you get married but mm-hmm. he has to study this thing which i we should go over it on the next yep. episode and see if we Absolutely could pass we should. i will fail it all i probably would too i haven't even looked at it i mean i got 1776 that's all i got for you oh my god we it's would like, oh, not no. be, we would not qualify. I don't think I would. I really, like that, I graduated high school or like, I mean, I le- I didn't have a senior year. I le- I graduated my junior year and I, that, bleh, your senior year is when you do American history and I never did it. Oh my God. What about so, in college? Uh, I did have to take a U.S. history class, but it was more on current stuff. And it, like, we read uh, a new, like, the new Jim Crow, and we yeah. read, um, you know, it was all very, uh, you know, stuff that was happening right now. Okay. So, yeah, they had yeah. two options. They have like U.S. history from like this point in time and back, or this point in time forward. And I picked the newer one. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't even have a foundation of knowledge for the the older one because I missed that class in high school. Wow. Well, on so. the next episode, then people will be able to see how terrible we are at U.S. history. Yes. That'll be fun. Yes. Yes. Uh, anything else before we go? Hmm. Just like, you know. The huge. Shout out to all my brain candy brainiacs and I love you. Love That's you guys. It. Talk yeah. to you next time. Bye. 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 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 